This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he'll get his candy, but first he has to talk about murder some more, Ryan Nelson. Who would take Rachel's Clark bar? Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> what, what, a, what a crazy choice. But I know. Also, I want to bring up tar cocaine is quite a choice. Yes, it is. I, I've never done cocaine, but I can't imagine that improves the I quality of the, the taste. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that would be the case either. We're seeing it pouring out of, of a spare tire on the back of a Jeep. So uh, if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast a few years ago, thank you for continuing to listen and make this part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the seventh episode of the second season of Reacher on Prime Video titled The Man the Goes... Ultimate. I'm That's surprised right. you haven't tried That's true. Yeah, it is the penultimate episode. It's called The Man Goes Through. Uh, Whether or not you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, you can visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the show, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get the show ad-free. All four levels, $3, $5, $10, and $20 level, they all come with uh, ad-free access access to the show uh the five the ten and the twenty though that's where you get the additional benefits the bonus episodes and things like that so if you're ever interested head over to patreon.com look us up over there and check it out if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by running us on spotify and apple podcast you can leave us a five-star rating and if you have time we would love it if you wrote us a review while you're there on apple podcast if you do write a review on Apple podcast we'll read it on air next time we record uh both of those things go a long long way into getting the show into the ears of new listeners and if you'd like to interact with us you can do so by emailing us to mainattractionpod at gmail.com any thoughts questions comments you'd like to add we'd love to hear them uh, and if you do email us, we would read it on air next time that we record as well. So uh, just go to your email and send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so this is the seventh episode of the second season of Reacher. We've got one more after this one before we wrap this, before we put a bow on this one and wrap it up. Uh, give me your initial thoughts on this uh, penultimate episode of the show. So, uh, I forgot that we're doing these ahead of time, so I went to IMDb to see what the writing for this show is, <laughs> this episode is. It's not there. <laughs> it's not there. And yeah. I was like, oh, dummy, because we're doing this poor. Because I think this might be the best episode of the show. I, I, thought, I thought six was better. I thought six was better than this one. The six has been my favorite so far. Okay. But this one was really good. Yeah, it really. is. Mm-hmm. And I love the ending where we're finally, finally getting the Reacher Langston like battle that's yeah. finally coming to a head. Right. So I, I really like that. Uh, you know, this has been a really good season of Reacher. Yeah. And we, we expected, because this was where, like, I remember at this point last season, the seventh, the, the last, episode, last episode wasn't, the, the penultimate episode wasn't as good. And the finale kind of was, be, was better. 
and that kind of hurt the show from getting like a good rating, right? Like a great rating, right? But like I, I don't, I don't think they've lost anything this season. No, I don't think they have either. Uh, my initial thoughts: I thought it was a really good episode. I, I did enjoy. It. Like I said, I thought episode six has been my favorite so far of the entire season. Uh, and when I was watching it, uh, you know, I was really enjoying it. But I, I want to try to say this, but I don't want it to come off as a negative because it's not. Reacher is a type of show where, like, if Reacher is your favorite television show that's currently out, I can perfect, I can understand that. I absolutely, think, I can completely understand why. But also, if you think this is like just absolute dreck, I can actually understand that as well. Uh, just because it's uh, because if you don't like something that is just very surface level. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like this show. Uh, See, I think Drek is too far. Well, like I said, well, I, I've seen some people call it that, so that's the reason why. I, I, well, some people are wrong. Well, like, like I said, we've watched some bad shows. Well, this yeah. isn't on. But this, I, I think. But it does appeal to certain alone. people. The acting's great. I think the acting's really good. And but like I said, there are some people. This is just not going to appeal to them at all. You know, we love Severance. That's not yeah. an appeal to everybody. Yeah, like I said, but I, like I said, but I can see both sides of it. So, like I said, if you think this is the greatest show you've ever seen, I can see yeah. that. But I can also see the other side where you think this is one of the worst things you've ever seen. I can see both sides of that coin. Look, people love Blue Bloods. I've never watched it. It's a you know a CBS show. But oh, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, I, I get the appeal. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, that I, I get both sides of that coin. The, the reason yeah. why I'm, I'm bringing all this up is because. Like, when we start talking about ratings, because we talk about, you know, are we giving it a succession, are we giving it a loss, are we giving it to friends? This episode, I thought, it showed why I can't ever get to a, a succession with this, because it it can dabble its toe in deep waters. It can put its toe in there, but if it spends too much time in there, it's going to it's gonna alienate its main audience. So, so I got to hear, like, what, what was your issue with this? No, because I, I really I mean, like this episode. I thought it was good, but I, like I said, if it's this has just proved me that, like, like it's never going to get there because it, it, we got after the the great forms we have from uh, Dominic Lombardozzi, uh, mm-hmm. we go straight into like they do kind of mention you know he's a great cop here at the beginning, but like the whole interrogation we'll get into this in a second. It felt more like they aren't really dealing with his death that much. They're just really dealing with we need to get information from him. Yeah, they mention it, but like I said, it's not. It's it's perfectly fine. I think it's great. I think it's if. Like I said, if you think this is a type of succession for you, I get that. But it's never going to be a succession for me because it can't get that deep. Uh, it needs to go. It needs to go deeper for me personally to get to a succession. Because, like I said, when we start talking about our ratings, if somebody's asking me, you know, why can't it get to that level for you? This was a. This was like a, a perfect example because we had a great, you know, emotionally deep moment here right before episode seven starts. And then they just kind of shy away from it here. And like I said, you say that though, but like one of the best lines from this is, you know, from Neagley, right when they're going to interrogate Marsh, and she says to Reacher, "A good man died in my arms last and night." Whatever you, whatever you do to Marsh, make him feel it. And then Reacher, you know, starts talking to the guy about how he got a good cop killed, and like this was his friend. Yeah, and they like, dealt, I mean, they dealt with it. But like I said, it felt more like when I was watching that scene, I was like, they're dealing this with more. Because because they needed to get information more than they're trying to deal with like his actual death. Uh, oh no, I think they wanted to 
kill that guy. Well, I think I they wanted to kill him. But, much worse. Yeah, yeah, I think they like, wanted to kill him. I don't think there's any question about that. But I also felt like it was more important that we got to get this information out of it. That was the that was the, okay. the vibe that I got from it. Like I said, I, it's not a knock on the show. Yeah. If like I said, but if you're going to ask me, like when we get to the end of this thing, and when you ask me, like, well, why can't it get to? You know, you talk about you enjoyed a lot. You really are having fun with the show. Why can't it get to succession? That's why it just doesn't. It doesn't go into those deeper waters that I personally need for it to become one of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, like I said, and that's the that's what I I don't want to hand out successions like candy because that's the top tier, and so I don't think it anything should. So like I said, this is why I just uh, it's just going to be a little bit limiting from my perspective. And like I said, if you think this is a succession to you, I'm not going to argue with you about it because like I said, if you that's if you're listening to our podcast and you think this is one of the best things I've ever seen. I get why you think that because like yeah. it, it appeals to it it has the appeal that it can be that type of a show but like I said there are going to be some people that just it's going to always be a little bit limiting and that's why this episode I thought just kind of displayed that especially here at the beginning because when we're they're dealing with his death I really the the vibe I got was this is more about the information that we need than it is. Like I said, yeah, they do address the death, but it's it felt more like we need information at this point more so than we did anything else. So uh, that was just my initial thoughts coming off of it. So, all right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, so at the beginning of this thing, uh, the crew is trying to determine uh, what they're going to do with Marlo and Jane because they're at a very seedy motel at this point. And uh, Neely actually suggests Roscoe Conklin. At this point, I was like, Okay, are we getting are we getting Ella Fitzgerald? Back? I thought the same thing, man. I was like, I wrote that down. Roscoe, shout out, shout out. The fact that they mention her at all that gives me hope that we're going to see her in the future. Because you know, a lot of shows like this, they would just mention like a character would come in one season right. and they would never get mentioned again. But the fact that we have seen. Uh, uh, Finley, and then Roscoe gets shot out. Right. That makes me think anyone from any season could appear in the right. next. That actually really excites me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be really interested to see what they do with that. And they, they may not do anything with it this this season. Yeah, but we may they may bring Willow Fitzgerald back yeah. in for a cameo. Yeah, uh, next season. And who, who also, knows? Dixon's response to uh, who's Roscoe was something. Yeah, well, one I think she, she truly I don't think knew who it was because you think Roscoe you hear the name Roscoe I don't think anybody's thinking it's a yeah. woman. So, uh, yeah. like, and, and Rachel just kind of like got away from it as quickly as he possibly yeah, could. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he, he sure did. He's like, oh, let's not let's not talk about this too much. So, uh, so but Dixon ends up basically during the course of this conversation she recommends uh, a place in Buffalo there was a person that she rented an apartment from or something along those lines and she was a fireman he was a retired fireman retired fireman and you know she said she did it all in cash it was uh, for the most part it was paperless and so like absolutely perfect situation that they have because they can send Marlo and Jane up there without worrying too much about whether or not somebody will end up finding them uh, this is when O'Donnell comes in. He comes in with snacks. Uh, yeah. And Reacher is visibly disappointed when she takes the last Clark bar. Like, yes. like Jane's like looking at him like, what did I do? I did something wrong. He's like, that was the last Clark bar. Like, I had no idea he was such a huge Clark bar fan. Uh, well, he's mentioned a couple of times. He got it uh, a couple of times this season when they went to the, oh, that's right. the yeah, gas station. Yeah, he's correct. New clothes and a Clark bar. That's right. So uh, at a gas station, Richard got new clothes. Yeah, uh, which continues to be like the most mind-boggling thing that he finds clothes so easily. Well, I saw like the great uh, Twitter person Spencer Hall. Right, I saw that too. He's like, 
He was like, Richard would be wearing like a baby shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're correct. It's a very, it's a knockoff true religion <laughs> jeans and a shirt that fit him like a baby shirt. Right. Yeah, it it definitely would. Like, there's no way that he would ever get the types of yeah. clothes that he gets while he looked that good. That looked that good, exactly. So, uh, but anyway, so like I said, they're discussing all this, uh, and this is when Neely and Reacher end up going to uh, Lieutenant Marsh's home. Marsh is trying his best to get out of town, but of course, obviously, Reacher intervenes. This is when Neely tells Reacher, you know, he was a good man, make him pay. Uh, Reacher gets into he gets all the info that he needs. Uh, he ends up shooting Marsh uh, when he goes for his gun. The entire time, like I said, Reacher's got him where he wants him. And you know, I was like sitting there watching this, like Marsh, what are you doing? Do you really think okay. you're going to be able to get anything off of this guy? And he obviously tries. I don't know. Maybe when you're desperate, you think you can do things that you can't. But well, you're dead either way. Yeah, you're He's dead either get way. Killed by, by Langston, if not. So right. So, uh, like I said, and this was like I said. They do. This is when they do. They do address his death, and this is where I, I, I personally just thought that they. It was more of fact finding than it was anything. But they do address his death. Uh, like I said, I just didn't think it was. Like I said, if you want me to go beyond a, a loss for something like this, is when you need to, like this episode should have dealt with that a little bit more. But you lose a lot of you're going to lose your primary audience if you deal with it too much. That's one of the reasons. Like I said, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a knock on the show. You know, you have to know your audience, and this show knows its audience, and I think that's one of the the, the bigger selling points of it. So. Uh, we also get a nice little moment that O'Donnell has with Jane uh, when yeah. she is. Uh, when when she is putting on when he's putting on the cap on her, uh, he's, he's got uh, he's you know talking to her, trying to trying to encourage her. I thought it was a really nice little moment, and I it can, was I, I concur with him. I think the curb bill is is much better than the flat bill. Uh, Absolutely. So I, I, I've put on some flat bills, and I look oh I look horrific. awful. I look absolutely horrific. And there are a lot of celebrities that are our age that wear them, and they shouldn't be. Look like shit. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. Uh, you are not wrong. It's it's the style, but it is not a good style for some people. Uh, if you are over forty. Work on that brim, guys. Yeah, put a little work into it. Get it curved because it, it it doesn't work for you if you're if you are of a certain age. But um, oh well, anyway, so body counts at one now. Uh, I did keep up yes. this week, so we are body counts well, at one. Because this one's got a lot. On, it's it a little. The word truckload comes to mind. Uh, yeah, so well, I, I wrote down body count truckloads. Yeah, it's 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 it gets pretty high in this episode. So, yeah. uh, but like I said, nice little moment. I mean, this is obviously you know the fatherhood aspect coming yeah. through for for O'Donnell. He's got his own kids at home as well. Um, and this is when after they have this moment and they send the um, mother and the daughter off. When they have this moment, Dixon tries to convince O'Donnell that he doesn't have to see this whole thing all the way through. And he's got a family. He's got more at stake than anybody else. Uh, that's currently involved with this and at this point it's like oh i need to be worried about it <laughs> i wrote down the same thing this is a mo action movie trope of when a guy gets killed yeah so like i said i was immediately concerned for him i was like mm -hmm. oh no they gave him a chance to get out and he chose not to take it this is this is yeah. concerning for me so absolutely all right, so this is when we get the flashback. Uh, the previous episode, Reacher was basically told he had to drop the investigation. That was what the previous flashback was. And this one, uh, Reacher is basically telling his team that he doesn't care what his commanding officer said. He knows that if they do this, that he's going. To, he may not get demoted. He may not be officially punished, but there will be consequences to be had. Uh, the army will do stuff to him, and he gives them all an out. And obviously, they all choose to see it 
it all the way through. Operation uh, Kite Runner, I believe, was the name Yes, of Kite it. Runner is the name of the operation. I, I kept forgetting it, and they said it a couple times in this one. So, uh, But basically, he's like, you know, there's a there's a right thing to do, there's a wrong thing to do. He's going to do the right thing, but he obviously knows, you know, this could affect the careers of his entire team, so he gives them the option. And very tropish, they all, they're all going Absolutely. to see it through. What would you think so far? Uh, I love the the teamwork, and I love that fight scene. That was like there were so many people getting killed, and I love how they emphasize watching Reacher's like kills because right. like watching him in action is always good. He also does one of my favorite scenes for someone who's big like him, where he runs bear hooks of one right. and just throws them down. It's right. just a beautiful move. Every he's done it multiple times, uh, a, a couple times this season. He did it last season as well. It's just. Just fun to watch. Yeah. So, like I said, this one, this is when they actually, after this scene takes place, they go to the, they go to this, to the drop where this is going to take place, and there's three guys from the army who are getting ready to make this deal. Who are getting ready to make the sale. That's when the special investigators show up. They can't initially find all the drugs, and that's when they. That's when Reacher or somebody notices something, a plug on one of the spare tires. Yeah. I don't remember which person it was that noticed it first, but he, it gets noticed. They they pull out a, uh, a knife, they stab all the tires, and the cocaine just comes pouring out of the out of the spare tires. Uh, and this is when they they think they've got them wrapped up. This is when the buyers come in as well, and they kind of screw everything up. Uh, and this is when we have just absolutely a massive body count. So twelve, I counted yeah. twelve people getting. Killed I don't know how you got twelve. I, I just like again wrote truckloads. Yeah, but like I counted. There 12. was, I couldn't tell. There were just guys coming out of that as car. Those van. I mean, those trucks over and over, just getting mauled down. One of my favorite kills was where the last guy had hit out and then he makes him run for it. And when Reacher sees him run, and this is a shout out to Al Richardson, why he's such a great action star. He just has a delight on his oh, face mm-hmm. that he's going to be able to run this guy over and kill him. And he does. Yes, he does. Uh, and then the, there's one guy that, that they do spare. He gets away with a broken leg. He's trying to climb the fence. And as Reacher uh points out because he says you broke my leg he's like no i broke the fence the fall broke your leg <laughs> yes. uh like i said uh, great stuff and just those types yeah. of lines are just wonderful throughout the course of the show so uh but anyway so we're this is one of the longer uh flashback scenes that they've done this year yeah it really was uh so they're back at their office they're packing everything up because they know they're done uh at this point they, even though it hasn't they've gotten the official word uh they know they're done so they're they're packing up we get o'donnell saying he's never going to get married that he's never yeah. going to have kids uh, so obviously they're kind of making a little joke there uh we see franz again uh we, we haven't really seen him a whole lot we've obviously seen him yeah. but he actually gets to talk a little bit in this uh but we also see the pictures that we saw at the very beginning of this thing yeah. he, he gives the pictures he, he plops them out onto to the desk um and this is also when swan starts playing the guitar and everybody starts singing yeah. crazy on you now let's say this like crazy on you like when i hear crazy on you i don't know it's crazy on you until i to to the chorus so i was like what song are we doing here i'm, I'm struggling to well, it's also hard to do an acoustic because you're not it getting is. like it has a very impressive guitar riff to start off yeah so yeah. i didn't notice it at first i was like what are also we- the wilson sisters very brave to take on their music to sing because yes. they have incredible voices they do they have incredible voices and they have incredible range too so i was like and, and very distinctive i, yeah. I would never 
go after one of their songs. Yeah, so like I said, Swan's in their playing. Like I said, I, I struggled to figure out what it was, but when they got to the chorus, like, oh, well, this is crazy on you. I was like, okay, that works. But obviously, they get interrupted by the commanding officer. Uh, he is not happy about what all is yeah. taking place uh, and basically tells them there are going to be consequences. We don't know what those consequences are, but there will be consequences. And when it all ends, the guy leaves, and they're still just as happy with what they did regardless. What were your thoughts? You know, they still had that team aspect, the camaraderie, right. and they were still happy. And there, uh, I mean, obviously it didn't hurt Nigloo's career because no. she, you know, went on. But so I, I still like that they're all together and they don't care. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm, they're the 112. Yeah, they're they're part of this team that they've been with together since Reacher got them together. And I just thought it was a, I don't know if we're going to get any more of the flashback next week. It feels like that's not going to be the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because it doesn't feel like it will really have any, it, will, it won't really fit into to a finale. Because it feels like they're also kind of wrapping this, in, this right. thing up at this point. So uh, I feel like this is the last of the finale that we're going to get. But uh, it's just a nice little picture into their background. I don't. It wasn't necessary. I think it's necessary just because of his relationship with Swan. What do you think? I think it was that. Also, it was showing that not every mission goes well because they talk about Neagley and Reacher talk about they both have been thinking about this mission where, right. you know, they get blamed for stuff and it doesn't go exactly planned. Right. It doesn't go well. So I think that I think it was part of that as well. Yeah, I think that's. A, I think you're right about that. I think I forgot that she mentions. You know, I thought they have this conversation later on about how they have both been thinking about uh, about Operation Kite Runner. So you're correct about that. All right, let's take a real quick break and then we'll discuss the rest of the episode. All right, so we are back in the current timeline, and this is when Rachel and Neely, they are going to go question Grant, who was, I think, the guy that got run over. Was that was that Grant uh, from the previous episode? Because the, he was one of the guys that was trying yes, to get... Yes, 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 yes. He was the one that was about to kill Jane, and he got ran over. Okay, yes. that's who I thought it was, but I wasn't really sure. And that was because Marsh told him he was still alive. Yeah, because Marsh told him he was still alive, and that was he could go question him. And look... If somebody, if if I ever see a doctor that looks like Reacher walking through, my I'm going to start well, wondering. Like, Nigley's kind of intimidating for a woman as yeah, well. She you is. see those two walking? Right, they look like assassins. <laughs> they really call the authorities. Yeah, like I said, so I was like, I was like, how are we not questioning whether or not these people are actually supposed to be here? Because they do not look like doctors no. at all. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, they get to Grant and they go through questioning him because, uh, like I said, he was one of the guys that survived from the previous week. He was the one that gets run over by by Neely before uh, he can shoot her. Uh, so they're questioning him, and he's not really he's not really giving up a whole lot of information. And then Rachel takes his catheter and oh, does oh. like uh, this is something that never would have occurred to me so like the this goes to show just how incredibly intelligent he is something yeah. about like putting a balloon in it or something like that i yeah. don't know but it felt it obviously was very very painful uh yeah. this is how they get the information what did you think i was in pain watching this uh, yeah i was too you know this added to number 13 or this would have been 14 dead. Be number 14 man. yeah so uh you know the guy deserved to die 
And I love how, like you said, Reacher's intelligence is like, ah, oh, if he dies from a catheter issue, that that will be red right. flags. Like, you know, I forgot how they killed him. Well, they gave him like, something, because that was going to be the next thing I talked oh, yeah. about. They give him something yeah. in his IV, and it gives him a pulmonary embolism. That is, because like, yeah. it's like you said. They're like, oh, very common. That's a common thing. That would be something you would expect in uh, a person who was in a horrific car, uh, car wreck. So you'd expect somebody to die from a pulmonary embolism. You don't expect them to die from, like, a catheter yeah. exploding inside of them. That would be... And then a six foot six, three hundred pound man and a woman that's nearly six foot just walk just around walk out of the hospital. Yeah, as this is happening, right. and no one says anything. No one says anything. So, like I said, that's like I said, <laughs> people are just not even. I'm not sure how tall Megley is, but she looks. She's probably five like eleven. 11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess she's at least five eleven. If I had to guess, so. Uh, so on their way out, when they're trying to get out, they notice that there's another doctor who doesn't look right. They can actually tell what a doctor looks like, but nobody else yes, can, yes. Uh, because he has his stethoscope. Uh, the tape on his stethoscope. Uh, she says something like that. Only a nurse would have their tape on a stethoscope. I don't remember exactly yeah. what she said. Yeah, so it was something like that. Yeah. yeah so she notices something uh, because details are important, as Richard always says. Uh, but so. so they quickly established that this is is one of the guys that was coming to take care of Grant, pull out, uh, you know, tie up one of those loose ends that Langston would uh, want to be have tied up. Uh, and before that, they get him to talk. Uh, he runs off, uh, and this is when they start chasing him down. Neely ends up tracking him down, and a fight ensues. And for the most part, you know, the goons kind of got Neely. Uh, I mean, it's it's yeah. a it's a pretty uh, a pretty even-handed fight but he gets a, a, a looks like a bone saw and yeah. he gets the he gets the better of her and he has her where she wants him this is when reacher hears the commotion he goes in uh he pulls out uh he unplugs the the, the bone saw like i said i guess that's what that is uh and when he does so reacher kills him and now her body counts at 15 and like i said he's kind of disappointed because he wanted to question him that he that the guy ends up dying but nevertheless uh Neely, why did Neely? I, I didn't write down why Neely knew that she, how she could. Oh, that's right. They called it. They, you got a cell phone out. That's what it was. But anyway, yeah, yeah. what do you think about the fight inside the hospital, which no one apparently notices because nobody comes in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic fight. You know, it's always fun to watch when someone kind of is able to fight them a little bit. Right. But of course, they get the upper hand, and then he dies in a horrific way where the bone saw goes through his head. Yes. So. Uh, I love that. And then uh, we contact Langston, and then things start really heating up. Yeah, so Reacher uses the phone to call Langston. This is how he the, this is how he gets the information that he wants. And this is another call that uh, Reacher is making the, when he's talking to Langston. And Langston is expecting to hear the news that Reacher has been killed. And not this time. Again, once again, not this time. The guy, uh, the guy that he sent is actually the guy who ends up dying. And what I like about this, and this is what I like about Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick does this scene just really, really well. It's not much, but he's like, yeah, I've kind of learned to expect this. And so he goes and he ends up using, because he has contacts in the police department, because he's a former detective. Yeah. He uses his contacts to track down, to use the GPS on, uh, on... Marsha's uh, car. Uh, yeah, on Marsha's car. Oh, no, car. no. It's Russo's car. Russo. Bardo's, yeah, Russo's, yeah. Yeah, so he tracks the GPS on Russo's car to this CD hotel that Russo never ever would have visited. And he uses this to basically to abduct uh, Dixon and O'Donnell. What do you think about the decision that they used to not actually have a see them do this? Do you are you okay with it? Are you not okay with it? I, I personally would have preferred to see them do that. I would have preferred to see them do it as well. And also, we don't really find out 
are are Marlo and Jane okay? We just assume they are. Yeah, I think they're. They don't bring okay. them up. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of wish we had seen it because then we would know that they're okay. Right. So we like I said, we, we just assume we, we we don't know if he's actually being true because that was the, the thing I was bumping up against him initially. Yeah, like, that's the other thing. You can't trust him. Yeah, we don't know if he's actually being truthful, but they do give us a visual uh, cue for the for the viewers to see that he actually is telling the truth because he has O'Donnell's brass knuckles in his hands and he's messing yeah. with them. And so, like I said, for us as viewers, we see that obviously he is telling the truth because he has those brass knuckles. But you know, like I said, you know, he could have just been telling Reacher this, but Reacher, he, maybe he realizes reacher smart enough to know if he'd be lying or not so i don't know um anyway so like i said now our our, our dixon and o'donnell are in trouble so as we you know were concerned earlier when we were watching it o'donnell's yeah. not in good shape uh and this is concerning to to reacher and obviously to neely because this is, these are their friends uh this isn't this is concerning to them because they don't know what's going to happen to them. Uh, and basically, though, Reacher being smart on his feet uh, because Langston wants to know where both of them are. And this is when Reacher says, there's only one of us. He said, Neely, my, my partner, she ended up dying in the fight. And, the, you know, I'm being questioned by the police and I can't just leave right now. So he, he's thinking on his feet while this conversation is going on to basically be able to allow for Neely to to not have to show up because he, Langston tells him, you know, you've got to come in or else I'm going to kill these people. Like I said, smart by him. Uh, yeah. Obviously, though, they know it won't last, but go ahead and talk about it. Man, it was it was intimidating. This is why you bring in Robert Patrick for yeah. this. Because like you said, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to handle the scene. He makes it more intimidating than a lot of actors would. And uh, man, I'm, I'm just ready to watch him and Reacher battle. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'll be really interested to see how that plays out. Uh, I'm really real, but just because, I mean, Robert Patrick, he's what, 60? Somewhere around there? Uh, somewhere. Oh, man, he may be closer to 70. He may be. Like I said, I don't know exactly how old he is. But, you know, he, he's up there in age, and there's no way that, you know, Robert Patrick and Alan Richardson are going to be able to Yeah, put he's on. born in 1958, so yeah, he's 70-something. He's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so let's see. That's 40, okay. 65, I think, or 66, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's not going to be able to take on Alan Richardson in a fight. Uh, he's yeah. just not. So, like I said, I'll be really interested to see how that plays out. Obviously, a lot of goons will be you know, in his place, yeah. uh, obviously. But I, and said, AM I, is still around. Yeah, AM is still around. So I'll be really interested to see how that plays out next week. But uh, he has the upper hand on him at this point because he's got his friends. Uh, yeah. But Reacher and Neely, they, uh, they know that this story about Neely won't last long because obviously Langston has friends in the police department. They will let him know that there was just one body. Uh, it was not two like Reacher told him. So they bought themselves some time. And so they reach out to Senator uh, Lavoy and because they basically want some additional muscle. Lavoy told them, you know, I want this to go away. Uh, I want it to be, you know, just do whatever you need to do to make it go away. I'll help out however, you, however I can. And so they want his security detail because they have have uh navy seals uh they've got x-rangers uh he's got all these people on his security detail so this is who they're reaching out to i you know i'm sure reacher has this in mind but you know reaching out to sleazy politicians for for help doesn't seem like the brightest move i'm sure he's thinking about that as well what do you think i would hope uh that in this day and age, there are very few I would trust right. in this situation. Yes. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, it seems kind of kind of fishy to be reaching very out to. Very risky. Yeah, yeah, really risky to reach out to uh, sleazy politicians. But, you know, you do what you got to, I guess, in, in these particular situations. Yeah. So, uh, But they are now outside the New Age facility that they – that 
uh, has that they've been doing all this stuff in where Langston's basically kind of been headquartered. And they're trying to come up with a plan um, when this car with three teens pulls up and Reacher finds inspiration from the strangest places because he finds inspiration from one of these teenagers who's like trash talking to one of uh, the security guards. Uh, and he also pulls a Brad out of some paperwork, uh, which is also a reference earlier in the season because he was talking about those Brads, I think, in episode four, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Like yeah. I said, so I'll be really interested to see what he does with this uh, because he's he's he obviously has a plan in mind when uh, he's going through this, but any thoughts on what the plan might actually end up being? Any thoughts you just want to add? I have no idea what this plan is going to be, but I can't wait to see it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting, to say the least. So, All right, so we finally see AM again. Uh, Ferdinand Kingsley is showing up. Uh, he hasn't shown up a whole lot here towards the end, but uh, he's in the. Uh, he meets the guy uh, that has the truck full of missiles. Uh, he knows he has to go meet Langston. Uh, I don't know exactly what all has to take place at this point because uh, he has the missiles, so I'm not really sure yeah. why he has to meet with them, but I'm sure there is a reason for it, and I'm sure they will explain that to us in the next episode uh but we then go to o'donnell who's getting tortured by one of langston's men uh the other one stabs dixon in the arm while he's getting tortured rough scene here what'd you think yeah rough scene Uh, we were already concerned about o'donnell now it's gone up even more right uh so like i said they're they're having it they're having a difficult time to say the least here inside of the new age facility uh neely discusses basically with reacher about her hesitations about this plan that they're about to enact uh she's you know she's a little concerned because this might end up being uh the you know the last conversation that they had and you know reacher He's honest with her. He doesn't really do anything to like allay those fears no. or anything. Uh, but uh, but he just kind of encourages her. So I guess that's uh, was more the 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 route that he was going. Because like I said, you know, you're two people. And you have some other people coming in, but these are people that you don't know that you're not familiar with. It's a difficult yeah. place to be in. So like I said, uh, I guess he's just trying to you know keep keep her head on her shoulders. And you know, this is scary. Yeah. This is this could be this could be a problem. So. Uh, so anyway, this is another thing. So when Richard goes to turn himself in, uh, you know, he's walking up to the facility, security guards are letting him in and they bring Dixon and, uh, O'Donnell out on stretchers. They're, they're bloody. They're beat up. Do you just like, you know, you know, 14, $15 an hour security guards. Do they just automatically buy into these situations? I mean, of course they do. They're getting paid, man. They're good where the money is. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I've always wondered like, you know, yeah. how involved are these people? Cause like I said, these probably people probably right. make like $15 an hour. That's, you know, yeah. that's probably about it. And like, so I guess they had to be involved in some, in, to, to some extent because yeah. they just let him in. Like they obviously know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, so this is how, how the episode kind of ends with Reacher seeing uh, his two friends there. Like I said, they're, they're he looks pissed. He does look pissed. Uh, he's not happy about it. And this is where the episode ends. So like I said, I'm, I'm excited about the, the finale. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like you know the story's basically wrapped up at this point. We we got a couple little things that we got to do. Uh, obviously, we got to get the 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 missiles from AM. We got to get those back from him. Well, we got to see who lives in this world. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like I said, those are the really. When you get to a show like this, the finale, most of the questions are answered. Most of the stuff that you've been waiting to find out are, are just taken care of. Like, so there's a few things. There's a few loose ends that we have to wrap up for this thing. We got the the final battle, and that's what it is. It's going to be the final battle. Like I said, I'll, I, it's. 
probably going to be a, a little bit shorter episode for that reason uh, because like I said you can't sit there and make you know a, a, a 45 minutes of nothing but fighting uh, it, it will yeah, start yeah. To, it'll start to drag out so uh, I'm looking forward to like I said this is the point where I started to get disappointed in this show last year I'm not there with this show that this year uh, yeah. this I thought I think we're setting up for a better finale than we did the previous yeah. one and the, well, the way it ends, you've got to be excited. I love the uh, needle drop of Soul Coughing's uh, Super Bon Bon, which actually has the line the man goes through, which uh, which I thought was cool. So uh, I, I thought I thought they really set this up for like you're ready to watch these Titans go out. Yeah, you are, and like I said, that's one I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Last last season they had it set up. It was too cute almost because they had three main bad guys, they had three main good guys. You know, those three yeah, people were yeah. going to fight. It was a it was incredibly cliched uh, and honestly some of it seemed a little bit i mean a lot of it was kind of far-fetched like you had two guys the two good guys probably really probably should not have been able to beat the two bad guys that they beat and then you had reacher yeah. fighting some like just the worst one of the worst villains we've had in a television oh, yeah, show ever yeah. so yeah. Uh, like i said I, I feel much more a lot more confident going into this finale than i did yeah. uh the previous season so all right anything else you want to add before we give our weekly awards out yeah i think i'm ready all right let's do some weekly awards All right, up first in our weekly awards is the Tyrion Lannister. The MVP for the week, who are you giving your Tyrion Lannister to this week? You know, we we talked about this. It's hard not to give it to Alan Richardson every week. Let's do Maria Stan as Negla. She's she's okay. really good. Yeah, and that was kind of the thing I put on here. Alan Richardson is really, honestly, he deserves it. But, you know, he, he gets does. it every week. But, yeah, I'm good for giving it to Negla this week as well. So, yeah. I'm good for that. All right, the Agatha all along, the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? I'm going with the fi- the finale of just Langston and Richard looking at each other and then seeing, you know, Dixon and O'Donnell being tortured in the back. Yeah, that's a good one. I ended up going with the drug bust and the and the flashback. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, was fun. Yeah, that was a really fun that was a really fun uh, fight scene that they had going on there. So the if you come with the king, you best not miss. What's your favorite line? There were two that stands out and that we talked about. Uh, it it won't be forever. We just need to kill a <laughs> few more people. Was, yes, that was one and I had. And then also, you know, Neagley, a good man died in my arms last night. Whatever you do to Marsh, make him feel it. I love that. Uh, that was a good one. I, I ended up going with this one because Jane has not had hardly any lines. She's had a couple lines throughout the course of this thing. Yeah. But when they're meeting earlier uh, and they're talking about all these people that they got to kill, after Richard said, uh, we just need to kill a few more people first, that, that line, uh, she says, yeah. Can we have candy, or do we need to ask about murder some more? Yeah. Like just out of nowhere, that was fantastic. she just delivers this great lines. Like she hasn't yeah. delivered hardly any lines, and she gives us a great right. line here at at the her very end of the run of the show. Yeah. So, uh, really good stuff all around. So, all right, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. Whenever we are covering a season of a television show, we like to rate where we are with it as the show is going on. At the top of our list is a succession. Beneath the succession is a loss. The middle of the road for us is a friends. Beneath the friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. What are you giving uh, Reacher after the yeah. seventh episode? Uh, you know, I'm still at a loss, but I, I, I'm loving this. I, oh, I yeah. think they have figured out some of the issues from the first season, and it's it's gotten much better. Yeah. Uh, and the addition of the team. I think the team is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's very much a loss for me. Like I said, it's really, really good. Like I said, will it get to a succession? I seriously doubt it, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's a knock on the show. It's just, like I said, this show understands what it's trying to do. It understands its audience. It really 
it really goes into those those aspects. It understands those aspects extremely well, and it pulls them off extremely well. So uh, that's one of the things I think that is really good about this show. Uh, don't try to do something that you're not. That is a that is a big thing a lot of people can learn when they're when they're yeah. making TV shows or they're making movies. Don't try to be something that you're not. And this show does a really good job of just being what it is. And like I said, uh, it's a loss for me. It's really good. I would highly recommend it to anybody who especially likes just really you know action movies or action shows. This would definitely be an easy recommendation for those folks. All right. Uh, before we sign off for this week, we do like to give some things that we're looking forward to to our audience so they can look forward to them as well. What do you got? True Detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starts next week. We will be covering here. I can't wait. The trailers look incredible, starring Jodie Foster, and the earlier reviews are really good. Yeah, the the the, the earlier reviews of it are amazing. So we yeah, we're going to be covering it. Uh, if you haven't seen the first season, I've seen a few episodes of the first season. Ryan's watched. You watched all of them, haven't you? Yes, 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 yes. The yes. first season is awesome. Second season, no. Season three is good. Okay, so like I said, I, I've, I've seen a few episodes of the first season I haven't get finished. It's really, really good. Uh, it still amazes yeah. me that Matthew McConaughey looks like that in that season. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> he does not look like himself, to say yeah, the least. he does not. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you about that. Uh, anything else you guys are looking forward to? Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon finally hits Apple Plus January the 12th. Oh, does it really? Okay. Okay, yes. I'll have to check so it out if there. You, you didn't go to theater, watch it on Apple Plus. It's well worth it. Uh, anything else? That's it for me. All right, uh, I got a few. Uh, up first, there is a uh, animated adult animated show that's coming out on Prime Video. Uh, it's called The Has Been Hotel. Uh, it's it's weird looking. It's basically like uh, I guess it's kind of like Purgatory. Like these people are at, at, like these demons and things are like sent to this hotel called the Has Been Hotel, and it's a musical as well like all the actors for this thing are uh, i've not even heard of this yeah I look this up. And we actually have we actually have screeners to it i, I was okay. this is the reason i saw it because we had screeners for it and uh i was like what in the world is this thing about and like all the actors all the voice actors are all broadway stars <laughs> like okay. so like i said it, it looks funny it looks interesting i don't know if it's going to be any good or not but i'm looking forward to it so uh there is actually something that's already out that i have not had a chance to watch but i do want to see it uh it is the brother's son on netflix uh that does i saw a trailer for that right before uh we came on yeah yeah it looks really good I, like i said it's got michelle yo in it i don't know it's gotten really good reviews as well so like i said i haven't seen had a chance to watch it it's already out as you're listening to this so like i said uh if you, you can go check it out as well uh but i have not had a chance to see it the other is something that actually will also be out i think and it's it has been H-A-Z-B-I-N. Yeah. B-I-N, yes. Because I was like, why is this not coming up? Yeah, it's H-A-Z-B-I-N. You're correct. I should have okay. said that. So, uh, But I think this will already be out by the time that you're listening to this. That is uh, Echo. Look, I, it's They're doing something weird. There's only five episodes. Uh, it's considered a MCU spotlight show, which they say doesn't actually tie into the the main story of the MCU, which I don't really understand because it's going to have Kingpin, it's going to have Daredevil in it. Uh, like I said, I don't really know about all that, but the trailer looked really good. Uh, it really, really did. Yeah, it and, looks good. And I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm really interested to find out. So like I said, all five episodes, I think will be out by the time you're listening to this and I plan to check it out. Uh, it looks like it's going to be really violent. It's TVMA. You don't even have to have uh, Disney Plus. If you have Hulu, you can watch it on Hulu uh, for this one as well. Because so it's that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be on both of them. So uh, like I said, looking forward to uh, both of those things. So, All right. Anything else you want to add before we sign off for the week? Yeah, appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. 
I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.